villain's head for a third time? Oh yeah. Thanos and Fortnite together? Why has this only now happened? And I like nothing more than directors who won't shut up. The Rousseau brothers just can't stop talking about Infinity Wars. Find out all they've said and more here on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directives. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's up? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask a question. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Geek Underground episode number eight. Glad you could join us eight. tonight. Eight. We made it to eight. Eight. Eight whole episodes. Goodness gracious. I don't think we should be celebrating quite yet. <laughs> no. Maybe but, ten. But, no, no, Maybe? no. We have a reason to celebrate this week. Why do we have a reason to celebrate eight? We got our first piece of fan art. We did. Okay. We did. Now, my name is Dadpool. And I'm the Trash Panda. And we had a piece of fan art that was drawn <laughs> depicting Trash Panda chasing Dadpool. Uh, because if you remember back, I think in episode four or five, I yeah. started to do a live stream on Instagram of our show. Uh, you will maybe remember that Livy was in her uh, bathrobe. I mean, it's fully covered, but pajamas style and apparently not wanting to be live streamed well, to the world. you didn't tell me we were live streaming. I didn't think it would be an issue. Uh, well, it was. It was. And uh, we had a fan. But, that- but the fan... Dominic drew me chasing dad Paul with his video camera with the microphone and Mignogna, yeah, you, which you, means I am worthy. You're <laughs> not, but I am. I did Thank that. you, Dominic. Eight. Thank you. Dominic, do you understand how much ammunition you've given her now that she can wield Mjolnir? This is not okay. This can, is okay. I cannot have her wielding this metaphorically and pun intended over my head right now. This is yes. not good. Uh, Man, that's, that's not, amazing. That's not good. Okay, episode eight, <laughs> we made it. Um, if you want to check out that piece of fan art, it's on Instagram. I think you put it there. Did I put it there? I think you might have done because I don't. Okay, I think do I did a lot with the put Instagram. It there. Uh, on the, I'm putting it on Facebook. The Geek UG. Yep. On Instagram, the Geek UG on Twitter, and what is it for Facebook? <gasps> The Geek UG. All one word, no spaces. Just yeah, makes it nice. And Isn't easy. that great? It is. I think it's wonderful. Um, I've, had a, I've had a productive week, though. We got caught up on Legion. Now, Legion is still bending and then snapping my mind into little pieces. I don't understand that show yet, but yet I keep watching it. Oh, it's so addictive. I, I don't know why, though. I feel I like keep I've watching taken it. LSD, but it's addictive. I can't imagine what it'd be like to actually take LSD apart from watching Legion. I it's think amazing. that gives you a good idea. Yeah, it's so amazing. But you just don't know what's going on half the time. It's like, what? What now? What just happened? I don't get it. I just really don't get it. So, so, but it's so addictive. Yeah, I really don't know if I can actually 
give my approval to go watch the show? Should I say it's okay to watch or not? I mean, you just have to watch it at your own peril, I think, is what you have to do with Legion. I mean, it, it is a Marvel-based... Okay, it's. I would say it's only for 18s and overs. I think it's a, it's an adult show. There yes. is no two ways about it. It's a very adult show. And if you have any form of epilepsy or fits, so many do strobing, not watch it. flashing lights do at times. Do not watch it. But I don't know. I mean, I've seen so many of the Marvel shows. I've watched Daredevil. I watched Iron Fist. I've watched Jessica Jones, and I watched The Runaways and everything else. And we, what was the other one we watched for a little while? I can't. Um, I'm not sure. Lost in Space. We tried no, to start. No, no, it was a Marvel, a Marvel one. one? The other one with the girl with the green hair and she Oh, made... The Gifted. Thank you. So we watched that one. <laughs> well, that one's on and... hiatus now. We actually caught up. But yeah. That one's fine. We're... But I watched all those and I was like, yeah, these are good. But I want to watch Legion. Every time there's a new episode, oh, I've got to watch it. Well, I think it's because the others, they, they tend to have a bit of cheese along with They're just a little cheesy. They're, 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 not, yeah. they're not really a full drama. They don't really make you feel fully invested. But I have no idea what's happened. In Legion? Not really. Okay. Well, the the only thing that really... Okay, you you look at Legion, it really just reinforces to me what a horrible father Professor X is. Actually, what what a a terrible parental figure to all of his gifted children. You look at what he does at the school, the, the mutant school for the gifted, and he takes young teenagers indoctrinates them into this ideology that that will eventually get many of them killed and he sends young children into war and then he ships off his own son to some mental hospital to never really Did be seen you again know? how kind, kind of parental figure you know is what? this actually because it was free comic book day which we did go to the comic book shop thank you yes, ace comics yes. we went long and we stood in line and we got our comics. i actually have my five comics sitting next to me Very right cool. now i actually took some of mine to school because i work with uh, younger um kids and not that i'm going to tell you where i work but anyway i work with some younger um children and they're all we have a f- i run fan club at school where they can trade pokemon cards and play with lol surprise dolls or color in turtles or bring in comics they can do what they want well, but so, it's somebody... just nerdy fan nonsense and, and somebody has brilliant. to though somebody has to run these clubs because the state of knowledge of, of geeky stuff among our kids in primary schools and secondary schools is atrocious in this country oh, yeah. in the uk there, there, there's just no and I they had... aren't allowed to, to share it so thank you thank I you had, for doing uh, that i had a little fun this week because um Obviously, we went and saw Infinity Wars. We've now spoiled Infinity Wars for those who oh, listened. And just, just so you know, there will be more spoilers in this episode. Oh, okay. We, we do have things coming up that, if, again, we're going to let you know if you haven't seen Although we're now more than two weeks beyond the release date. So here's the thing. Okay. So there's a couple of teachers, uh, one of which there's only really one male teacher at our school. Okay. And um, he teaches our daughter and... Every time there's a nerdy movie comes out, he comes and talks to me about it. And he tells me he has not seen Infinity Wars yet. And I'm like, why not? He's like, I'm going to see it this weekend with the lads. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to tell you anything. We'll talk about it next week. But then there's another guy who's trained to be a teacher. um, And he is standing by the photocopy. And I was like, oh, dude, have you seen Infinity Wars yet? He's like, no, I'm a bit behind. Um, I haven't seen uh, that one with Thor. I was like, Ragnarok? <laughs> He's like, yeah. And I said, wait a minute. So he said, and I haven't seen the last Avengers. I saw the first one, 
Wasn't there another one? I said, he is Age so of far behind. He's like, yeah. And then the head teacher walks past and she's like, I am so sad. I am so sad and angry at that movie because all these people died and I love Groot. And I'm like, seriously? Seriously? Just think about the next couple of years. Have you not seen Marvel's kind of lineup? Yeah, but many people Guardians haven't, Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Okay, we we are nerds and geeks, unlike most people. No, in the fact she that we, is. Well, I know, but she still has a life, and we don't. No, uh, <laughs> she doesn't. Well, yes, she does. Sorry, I apologize to you right now. If my boss listens to this, she's probably going to whack me. But I made her treats this week, so she's not going to get too mad with me. But she actually does know an awful lot, and she's okay. always passing me nerdy things. Like this week, she found me a box that has a fun face on it, and then she drew a bow and gave it to me to be able to wear to Comic-Con. That's... And she called it Boxalina. I mean, this is the kind of place I work in. It's amazing. So are you going to wear that to Comic-Con? I might well do. Okay. Because my then uh, a kid I work with also drew on the other end of it... Like an angry kind of like face with that, you know, the, uh, an evil beard. Okay. It was great. That's um, <laughs> so anyway, she was really upset. And I'm like, look, da, 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 da. And she's like, oh, no. And you I lay out so all of the movies happier. that are coming out in the next three, like, four years. Yeah. What was Thor's hammer's like shaft made from? <gasps> Groot! I'm like, seriously? Did they not get a stick off the ground at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 1, plant it, and there was Groot? And she's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what is the world coming to? Well, hold on, hold on. So they did that. So what if they would have picked up multiple sticks off the ground? Could you have had seven or eight Groots right now? Or was there a very specific stick that had to be picked up? No, if you think about the terms of an actual tree, I think you could have multiple Groots. So we could clone Groot. You're telling me we could have an army of Groots. You know, if Sheldon can do it. an army of Groots. If Sheldon can do it with a napkin with some spit on it, I think we can do it with a bunch of sticks from Groot. Oh, that's true. He wants to clone Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Okay. We are going to end... This is awesome. We've got to go to James Gunn. We have to get an army of Groots. That is going to be Guardians 3. Anyway, so going back to the okay. original point. <laughs> I want my army of Groots. Point. We went to free comic book day. Yes. And um, one... At Ace Comics, they had... A, what was nice for them, I'm, I'm really pleased they did this. They had the wall of all the free comics, but on the other side, they actually sold off a lot of their back issues for like 50p a piece. Okay. I'm like, Amazing. So there's me going through all the X-Men comics because our daughter is amazingly into Phoenix. She loves the Phoenix saga. She loves the character. And I thought, I'll find some of these characters. And I found one that had about the Shadow King in it. And I was like, brilliant, because that's all to do with Legion. But one of them has very heavily about Charles Xavier. And something I didn't know, he has a sister. Really? Not Raven. An actual sister who remarkably looks like him, even with the bald head. Well, I knew he had a stepbrother. Isn't Juggernaut his stepbrother? Or, I don't no, half know. Half-brother. Juggernaut is his half-brother. But he actually, in this line of comics, I'm not saying in every universe because there's so many iterations yeah. of those, he actually does have a sister. And the sister keeps having a go at him in his brain about what he does to David. <laughs> okay. So he actually has a sister that's trying to stick up for David and saying, you are being exactly. a terrible father. Okay, so back to my point of him being a terrible yeah. father. Thank you. Wow, it took you a long <laughs> Long, long time to come we back to that. We chased the rabbit. Wow, you just you know we go to we go you to youth have... group and when we do Bible studies and stuff and we say you know, shoot the rabbit because we, we shot your buddy. rabbit a long time ago. I'm bringing my shotgun it was next all time. Good stuff. It, it was all stuff, honey. It was all it was all stuff. <laughs> it was all good stuff. Um, okay, I think I want to get into some of our top <laughs> headlines of the week. 
Yeah. Okay. If, if, if you're done with your rabbit I'm trail good. and circle around the globe to get back to Shut a single up. point, why don't you kick it off tonight? I will. Uh, so, Captain Marvel. We love Captain I'm Marvel. Excited you know about what? Captain Marvel. I just found out. I, I actually didn't know this. Um, is the fact of when it is being released next year? In March. On March eighth. Oh, hey, happy anniversary! They've just let us know that Annette Benning has just joined the cast. Now, this is a bit strange to me. Are they because... still filming? Yeah. They've they started filming. They're already filming, and yet they've added her in at this point. They've kept her character under wraps, though it is believed that she is going to be um, Brie Larson's Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Pick your one. Yeah. She's playing her mum. Okay. Now, obviously, it's set in the 90s. But the th- the funny thing is, is Annette Benning does not do studio movies. She's not known for doing them. She will not go. She's never done them. And for Marvel to be able to get her and, a, and an actress of her caliber, I mean, we had um, Glenn Close in Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, somebody like that. I mean, you know, I know she's played in 101 Dalmatians and she played Corella Deville. Yeah. But really and truly, you don't see actresses like this wanting to play these studio movies and the fact that Annette Benning is willing to go and start being in, you know, a, a known character yeah. in a Marvel movie is pretty sensational as it is. Um, again, no information really apart from that. The The suggestion is she's playing Carol Danvers' mum, but that's not confirmed. As soon as we know something, we'll let you know. But there are some brilliant videos of a little bit of filming with um, Captain Marvel in her green and black costume. Yeah. With um, Nick Fury, but we're not sure if it's actually Samuel L. Jackson or not. Because it's from a distance, I can't see if it actually is Samuel L. Jackson or if they're using a different actor to play Nick Fury as a younger guy. You know, I'm ashamed because I haven't actually checked that. I, I knew he was in it younger. I, I, I thought that Clark Gregg was in it as well, though. As a younger Clark, uh, Agent Coulson. Well, they've actually already said as well that um, the two of the characters from Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, um, Ronan the Accuser, and Digimon Huntsu's character, which I can't tell you the name of off the top of my head, are both making an appearance in that movie. Yeah, well, interestingly enough, though, Ronan actually helps Carol Danvers and assists her in some ways in the comics. I don't think they're going to have it going that way because I, I, I think that's going to be part of the Kree battle that she's she's actually waging a war on in space. It is Samuel L. Jackson. It just, is Samuel L. I'm Jackson. Just confirmed that. Sorry, no, no, that's good. Uh, and 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 so it, it is interesting to see which way they're going to have Ronan going in this. If he does start off actually helping them and then flips with the Kree, I don't I don't know. Um, the one thing that we do do have confirmed now Jude Law is playing Marvel. Okay, and that that's Walter how Carol Lawson, Danvers gets Mar-Vell. her powers. He is confirmed to be playing that. So it's Jude Law and Gemma Chan is going to play Min Erva, which is another one Min of the Creed, I believe. Minerva. Okay. Um yeah, I mean it oh Korath is the guy uh, Digimon Hansu played. Gotcha. Okay. Not that's no, I, I'm, I'm excited to see that one because that will, again, even though it's happening in the 90s, it's going to set the stage for what will happen in Avengers 4. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get Adam Warlock, unfortunately, in Avengers 4, but I really, Captain Marvel is going to hopefully play a, a huge role. Have you seen the, uh, the new um, – there was an article about what Disney are looking to do with a new 
like the, the new next, franchise, the next decade of Marvel movies. Oh, they yeah. said they're going it's... in a completely different direction, and they're going to be walking away from the Avengers specifically, but they will still pop up. But they're not going to be going with the Avengers any longer. Yeah, they said that there's a, a new franchise, a new uh, property they're going to be bringing in to the MCU. But I mean, you look at the comics, and there, there's so much they could pull from. I mean, now they have the X Men, they have Silver Surfer, they have they have all of these things back in their fold. There's so much they could choose from as far as uh, as far as team ups and teams. I mean, you, but I mean, what other groups apart from obviously the Avengers? Is there another group? kind of like that they could set up like that that could get into something is there any of those in the comic books that we know of i mean i know there's the illuminati and that might be but then that's concentrating back on a lot of the avengers again and that doesn't really leave room for new characters to kind of take up the mantle yeah so so as far as some of the franchises they could possibly pull up i mean i mean there are there are a few that kind of are, are right there on the top you had the secret avengers uh which is one but that that still includes some of our known avengers i think it has beast war machine valkyrie nova black widow uh couple others i think even captain america might be in there uh you could go the, to the star jammers space jammers which includes corsair which is scott summer's dad they have the x-force mm. which now uh deadpool of course is using that one the- of the ones i looked up uh, i thought was quite interesting is the champions okay which um is a bit of a newer thing but that started they kind of split off from the avengers because they were kind of disillusioned with what the avengers stood for um and that was Ms. Marvel, Nova, Spider-Man, Hulk, Viv Vision, who is... Viv Vision? Suppo- well, Viv oh, Vision. Okay. Um, I'm guessing that might be like the daughter of Vision of somehow. I mean, at the moment, that would be Vision and Scarlet, uh, Scarlet Witch. Witch, which would be quite a powerful character. Yeah. Um, Cyclops, so that's bringing in the X-Men. Wasp, um, and then Falcon and Patriot, but they're played by different... Um, it's a different Falcon and a different Patriot to what we see now. Yeah, it would be but cool be interesting. to see X-Men and Avengers have some kind of... It wouldn't even need to be their main characters, though, just to see mm. those two worlds collide. Because so many times in the large events in the Infinity uh, miniseries that was you know the comic story that has kind of spawned a lot of the movies that we're seeing, um, you do have the X-Men and the Avengers working side by side, and it's really fun to see all of those things happening. It's fun to see all of those those characters working together. And even if it was just some of the peripheral characters, just having Avengers and X-Men, those worlds colliding, we've been missing that on the big screen because the, the properties have been owned by different studios, yeah. and now that they're under one umbrella... To see things like that w- would be a lot of fun. Do you know, I think it would be an interesting uh, debate for one night, maybe when we're doing the um, the live stream, okay. is maybe talk about interesting um, maybe movies. Like, think about if Rogue got let loose on the Hulk, <laughs> okay. what would that do? Could she absorb the Hulk's power and take all of the gamma oh. radiation out of Banner? Could could Mystique take on um like Iron Man? Could she actually do stuff like that? I mean, it's it's interesting if you think about it. Okay, back to your rabbit trails. We are on headline number one of five right now. Still, I'm just saying that's for future I know. reference. Okay, okay, future reference. <laughs> future reference. So start thinking, everybody. And what was actually your headline? Going back to that again. The headline. Yeah, you, we you we talked out. about Captain Marvel. 
and Annette Benning joining. Okay, and all of that about this. Okay, so mine quickly is uh, <laughs> Avengers Battle Royale, and I just want to get to this because it sort of is uh, Fortnite and Marvel. They've teamed up for just this awesome mashup. Beginning on May 8th, now I know we've already passed May 8th, but you have the ability to claim and wield the all-powerful Infinity Gauntlet. Ah, I know, right? Just like amazing thing in Fortnite. No. Um, yeah, so here's how it works. I'm going to give you five easy steps. One, you just have to update to the newest version of Fortnite. Can you do that? No. Okay, well, you're not going to, but they can. Two, you need to choose the Infinity Gauntlet uh, game mode under your game mode options. Three, during the match, you will hear a very, very loud sound uh, signaling the falling of a meteorite from space. It will smash into the playing field, and on a first-come, first-served basis, you will pick up the gauntlet, wield it, and wreak havoc. Uh, that's actually steps three and four. And then five, then you just wreak havoc because you turn into Thanos, you launch back up in the sky, you fall down from a mile up, and you just wipe people out. I've watched some of the gameplay of this, and it looks fantastic. Just to okay, wield the gauntlet. Okay, these are my five steps. Don't buy Fortnite. Never play Fortnite. You can play it for Fortnite free online. Is awful. You can play Fortnite it for free online. Fortnite is terrible, online. and it is, has. It's just not a good game. So, if, if you want the one Fortnite again, uh, the gauntlet you can wield it. But remember, with great power comes great responsibility. And if you don't wield want to be gauntlet, an evil dictator like Thanos, properly. don't play Fortnite. Simple as that. I willed Mjolnir. I am worthy. I say no to Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we reported about this a little while ago, and I'm quite excited to see this is actually going ahead. Bill and Ted 3. Okay. It's got a name. It's actually got a writer. It's got a director. And both Keanu Reeves and uh, Alex Winters have signed on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm excited but very reservedly so about this because I'm looking at a 30-year removed from okay, the last one, okay. Bill and Ted, but Keanu Reeves, and Alex Winters. what makes me really excited about this is Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon, who wrote the original two movies, have signed on to write it. But Dean Parasot, I hope I pronounced that right, Parasot maybe, um, he directed Galaxy Quest. He's directing. Okay. So I'm excited because I love Galaxy Quest. Well, Galaxy he Quest did a great is, job is one of those that. where I can always go back and watch some Galaxy Quest. So the title is Bill and Ted Face the Music. Well, hopefully they can finally play the guitar. Yeah. Well, pr- um, so what the movie's going to be about, Bill and Ted are in, the, are in middle age. They've got heavy responsibilities and family commitments. They've written lots of songs. But they're nowhere near penning that great song of theirs. The one that, like, saves the universe. Exactly. So in this film, A Visitor from the Future, if it's going to be Rufus, I very much doubt it, because I don't think that gentleman's with us anymore, No, he's is passed he? away. Yeah. yeah. So a new visitor from the future is going to tell them they need to do it now. And so the pair are set up to go time traveling, taking their daughters with them. Well, they had the daughters at the end of two, didn't they? They had the little baby thing, didn't, didn't yeah, they come yeah, to yeah, the babies yeah. and the long beards? And then all they did was play power chords, right? So they did actually yeah, play the guitar at the end play, of two. Gave rock but and they roll just went, to us. Bang, they just, yeah, power chords. So they're taking their daughters with them. They're looking for inspiration throughout history to write the song that saves the world. You know what? I think it could be. I, I'm going to go watch it because I think it could be really funny. I liked the first two. It, you know, it's still indicative of my childhood watching Bill and Ted. You even took me to the mall that they went to. Oh, in Phoenix. And the f- 7 to 11. Was the it cir- 7 Circle 11? K. There was a Circle K. K. I showed you where the original Circle K was. I took you to the mall where they actually were walking through in the original Bill and Ted's. Yes, that's out by my family in Phoenix. 
Um, so, so we have been there. That's yes, right. you did. We've walked where Keanu Reeves walked. We've we've purchased things where he purchased things. We're we're awesome. Don't think so. No, oh, well, I think we walked maybe where he walked, but I don't think we purchased anything he did because I don't think most of those stores are there anymore. But it looks good. I mean, there's still not a trailer. Um, they've been kind of promoting at Cannes. Obviously, Keanu Reeves and apparently Alex Winters were at Cannes. Oh. Um, apparently. Not going to take See, that one. I'll watch it, though. I think for me it's a rental. I have to be very, very uh, jealous of my movie watching time. I can't, I can't just hoard out to any movie that's out there. I've got to be, I've got to be very particular about who gets my movie time. And that one might just be a rental. Can I just say something really fast as well? Yes, To do can. with um, Infinity Wars. Okay. Do you want me to leave this for later or do you want me to do it now? I'd say leave it for later because we do have some in my actual geeking out. It will out. make you happy. I know that. Later it will or now it will? It would make you happy either way. Okay, we'll wait later. Okay. Uh, let me just get to my next one. Uh, came across this. Groot said, what? If you remember the end of Avengers Infinity Wars with, okay, again, spoiler alert. So I will spoil as soon as I'm done with saying spoiler alert. Uh, Groot passes away, right? We see Groot taken away in the calling, the snap of the fingers. Groot goes, well, Guardians of the Galaxy director extraordinaire James Gunn has revealed to the world what Groot said to Rocket right before he dies there at the end of Avengers Infinity War. Now, it, it's been amazing, though. If you followed it all, the insights we've gotten from the directors and producers and all those attached to Marvel, all the things that have come out since the movie has been out. It's been awesome stuff. Some stuff yeah. on Gamora that I will get to later that I'm really excited about. But James Gunn responds to a fan on Twitter that had the question, what did Groot say, with a simple one-word answer, dad. The implication here is that Groot seems to think that Rocket is his father, and this is all the character wanted to say right before his heart-breaking, heart-wrenching death. He just was going to his dad. Oh, that's such a dysfunctional person to call dad. Well, yeah, if you had Rocket as your father. <laughs> but no, th th this, though, this brings me to one of my favorite little bits of behind the scenes knowledge. Uh, I know we've talked about this before, but not on the podcast, is that Vin Diesel is actually given. I told you this. I know you did, but Vin Diesel is actually given a script of what Groot is really saying so that he can put the right inflections on everything he says. Just amazing, though. So there mm -hmm. is actually a script out there that translates all of the I am Groot's into English. Like, so yeah. cool. Now, if only somebody could get me one of those scripts for Ozzy Osbourne anytime he speaks, that would be wonderful because I can't understand a thing that guy says. It's because he's British, you donut. British, and you, he just said, I just wanted to this is Sharon. And that's about all you get out of him. You can't hear a thing when that guy talks. Just give me the script. Give me the I Am Groot script so I can understand what, what Ozzy no. is saying. No. And I'm done. Mic drop out. James Gunn. Boom. Dad. Okay, go. Um, I've just got a couple of little bits <laughs> to follow that up. Pacific Rim Uprising has its UK digital release Ooh, I on the that one. 16th of July and the 30th for the DVD. And they're going to have a steel book. We, we, we don't. The thing is, though, with with digital media nowadays, I just I don't want the clutter of DVD cases in my house. Whereas before, I loved getting the the special edition steel cases and the the you know you get all six of them and there's a picture on on you know on the on the on the endings. I can't think of the word of what the edge of a DVD case is. But you know how you put a bunch the of them spine? together. The spine. There you go. You put a bunch of them together and you can make a picture. How some 
TV yeah, series but would there do that. Are some I'm not going to let you not let me have. I know we're not like going to get rid of them. Like the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit and the Star Wars ones because even if you got the digital, you didn't get half the stuff that they gave out on those Blu-rays. I know, but I just still can't stand having to find no. places for all that digital media. Do you media know what? If you don't want to do it, all the that's fine. Media. But will you start flipping well burning all of our library back onto the hard drive then i've been ripping our stuff to our hard drive so we can watch it all and then not have to have the dvds in the house that makes me happy to not have to have them around okay yeah, done it for a while no I uh so black panther uk dvd release is the 11th of june which is brilliant well, it's I thought a full, it was already no it's a, a full month after the U.S. Oh, because we could get it right now, wah, couldn't we? Wah, wah. Yeah, but the thing is, though, we get in the U.K. You get I the, hate that. You get the movies earlier, though. All of the I Marvel movies are released here a week, typically a week before they are in the U.S. I know, but it just makes me so mad. What is the problem? You are a massive company. Why can't you release on the same day? There's there's always reasons. There's there's no, legal. There's no. lawsuits. There's there's then reasons you know that happens. Just do it on the same day. If you can do it earlier in the US, just go. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to release it all on the same day. Why are you complaining? We have my American Apple account. I we can watch the movie care. right now. We don't need to wait till I don't June like the rest of the UK. Because then I can't go. Hey, you know what? Um, to my dad here, you can go watch it. You can't because he has access oh to our, our iTunes account. You don't account. understand what I'm saying here. <laughs> he but can log into our Apple account. England. Yes, the rest of England has a problem, though. It's stupid. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. It, it's, it's dumb, yes. I like the fact, though, that we have both a U.S. and a U.K. Apple account so that regardless of where something or when something comes out, we can always watch it first. It's great. Mm-hmm. The benefits of having accounts in both countries. Mm-hmm. This was the only yeah, the only downside to d- digital libraries is that there are so many different services now that offer those digital libraries. Trying to consolidate everything to one place, you just can't do it. And that's what's oh, I really... don't mind having my Amazon and my like iTunes. My issue and is... And your Voodoo and your Flickster. We no, have, I but, don't but, have stuff on there. But we still there. do. We still have some movies on these different things well, that I we got over time. I don't care about those. I never watch them. You like Green Lantern. You have that on Flickster. No. I don't even have a Flickster app. Well, since I do, that means that you do. So we no, do have Green Lantern on, on Amazon Flickster. Prime. Well, you can do that now. Okay, go go on. Silly person. Um, and then, last but not least, Hitman's wife's bodyguard. So the Hitman's bodyguard. Now, two. I cannot recommend that movie for really no. anyone. There's so much foul language in that My movie. My note is bad so language and language. violence makes this not a family-friendly flick. But you have Samuel L. Jackson and and Ryan so Reynolds unplugged. <laughs> These two guys are, are going off script the whole movie. You know that nothing no, clean I'm will not come out of them, their mouths. But um, Christina... So funny, though. Christina... The, the Spanish chick... The Spanish chick? The wife! Selma Hayek? Thank you! Oh. Gosh. I'm not sure she was Christina in something or other. Selma Hayek. <laughs> I love her. With an L-O-V-E. I mean, the bad language that comes out of this woman's mouth in this movie is terrible, but she is so fantastic. I mean, the fact that she makes this poor woman stand in the corner with her, her, her nose cellmate. in the corner her the cellmate. entire time, and then she's like, okay, you can have a 10 minutes rest so you can go pee. She said... It's such a, I'm sorry. Wow, I would if, not want to be you, in a jail cell with not, you if I was in. Wow. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be in jail anyway. But seriously, it was. It's. It's a. Yes, it is really and honestly 
uh, a terrible movie, especially being a Christian. It is a very bad movie, but it is really funny. And so they're doing the hitman's wife's bodyguard. So I'm imagining that Selma Hayek is the one who's being protected this time. By Ryan Reynolds. By Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. So it should be quite good fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, there. It's it's been confirmed. It's done. I and they haven't actually attached Ryan Reynolds or Samuel L. Jackson okay. yet, but I imagine that's just a formality. I okay. don't think that's not happening because, because if, it made tons of money. If those two aren't attached, I will not see it. No. I, mean, I won't even be tempted to see it. But no. if, if those two are attached to that movie, uh, I will. That that will be one of those that I. Uh, It'd be a toss-up between seeing it in the movie and renting it just because, again, I've got to save my my movie theater watching experiences for the times I can go. Um, So are you done, finally? Yes. Okay. Um, Can I geek out? Yeah. Okay, because this one... Now, I found I found this the article that I found this in before, but somehow I missed this bit of information. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, I know many Guardians of the Galaxy fans have been wondering about the fate of Gamora. Yeah. Um, and of all the places that Joe Russo could drop tons of information about what's really happening in Infinity War, he stopped by Iowa City High School and laid it all out for a bunch of teens. So, uh, what? Apparently, these teens are just asking him questions, and he is just, just dropping all... All of the information. Now, of course, there was some things He's he couldn't give away. He's dropping truth bombs to a bunch of teenagers yes. at a high school in the middle of nowhere. I, well, Iowa was not... Okay, there are parts of Iowa that are the middle of nowhere. Uh, where he was, though, it was not the well, middle of nowhere. You, if you but think yes, of America, yes. you do not think of Iowa. You think of, you know, San yes. Francisco, Los Angeles, New York. You don't think of Iowa. So, yes, Iowa, middle of nowhere in America. We'll go with that. I mean, it's not Delaware, but come on, it's still so so he gives it this whole expose about about everything that's happened answering all these questions hardly saying no to anything now the juicy part i'm focusing on has to do with gamora and the soul gem when he was asked by a student why a younger gamora appears in front of thanos in that orange bathed world at the end after he snaps his fingers while wearing the gauntlet uh rousseau confirmed the popular theory that she might not actually be dead but that rather she's in the soul gem now here's actually the quote of what she of what joe rousseau said the director of infinity war um here's his quote when he goes inside the soul stone he has this kind of conversation with the younger version of his gamora it was an attempt an attempt on our part because we don't like two-dimensional roles or three-dimensional villains every villain is a hero in their own story and as insane and psychotic and brutal and violent as Thanos is, he's a more complex villain if you go on a journey with him emotionally. He kind of goes on and on, uh, but basically gets to the point of saying that, yes, uh, that actually is Gamora in the Soul Gem. Now, now a couple things about the Soul Gem. We need to look at what this thing is first. Uh, the Soul Gem in the comics at times appears to be, be, be sentient, where it, often, it acts of its own will, but typically needs somebody to wield it. So it's traditionally been wielded by Adam Warlock, which I'm, I'm kind of bummed he's not going to be in Avengers 4. And, and also surprised because he, he is always the one that has possessed the Soul Stone, has been able to go inside the Soul Stone, uh, and was part in the Infinity Saga of taking down Thanos. So we're not seeing him to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. But now here's the interesting part about the Soul Gem is that when the Soul Stone, it, it collects souls, uh, it stores them within a soul world inside the gem itself. Now... Kind of thinking of that, I have to go back and think of, well, these six stones were responsible for the creation of the universe. 
So to have a world inside one of them, it, it's not much of a stretch, right? So you have these these six things that are compressed down to a gem form that were responsible for the Big Bang, at least in the Marvel comics, that were responsible mm-hmm. for the creation of all life. So then to think that one of these could contain a whole universe, yeah, not so much of a stretch. If Gamora is in there, is this where everybody else is? Now, did everybody else die or was everybody else simply trapped inside of the soul gem? Do we need to actually go and undo time? Do we need to, to bring in the time travel elements or could the soul gem simply release the souls of all of those that were called into it? Now, it does say that the soul gem is kind of like the soul world is kind of like a purgatory. So it's very possible that way is the way of it. And, and really, though, uh, at times, it paints what what is inside not even like a purgatory. It paints it as being a beautiful world. Mm-hmm. It, it's not it's not really a bad place to be trapped or killed, as it were. If you had to go somewhere, it's a really nice place. And and so that scene that we see of Thanos at the very very end, sitting there admiring that sunset, that could be within the Soul Stone well, as well. One of the things Russo said, which was quite interesting, is the fact that Thanos was not in control because a lot of people pointed out. Well, if he just clicks his fingers and randomly half the people in the universe die, how did he know he wasn't going to be one of the ones who died? And Russo actually said he wasn't in control of that. He just literally clicked, not realizing that that could have been a possibility. Now, the thing of it is, is when he did that, he disappeared automatically and there was that look of surprise. So was he actually, when he did that, was he gone? Is he actually gone? With him not knowing exactly who was going to be taken, that maybe the Soul Stone apparently does. He, he just yeah. he basically through the other gems has given the Soul Stone the ability to to have the reach and power to grab all of these souls from all over the, the known universe. Uh, but that's really that is really interesting to think that Thanos could himself be inside because you don't he's not injured. Did you remember? No, he and the an gauntlet, axe. though, looked oh, it was destroyed. Trashed. It got destroyed. But but again, he had an axe plunged into his chest, right? And, and then in the next scene where... Should have gone for the head. Should have gone for the head. But then the next scene where you see him, he, he's not injured at all. So you're right. Is that something where Thanos himself, or he could just be in the reality, or all the other stones could heal him? We, we don't know right. the, the power of the gauntlet. So this is actually a user comment from um, one of the articles I was reading up about this. Um so everything I've seen says that Adam Warlock is going to be in Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy three. 4. Oh, 4. Maybe uh, 3. Okay. I think it's it says Guardians of the Galaxy 4. I think it means 3. Um, I would not be surprised if Gamora is not in, in, in as in personably, in Infinity 2. Let's say the stones are recovered and given to various groups on the various worlds to hide. So if the Soul Stone goes with the Guardians of the Galaxy and somehow Adam Warlock is involved in getting Gamora out... That would make sense then. Or if he's already in there. But I thought we saw him in, in that hibernation that chamber. But how do you know he isn't one of the ones who was already taken out? Um, so maybe that's the, pl- the plot for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And that is actually true. And he true. said James Gunn has been quoted as saying it could be more of a Gamora movie than a Quill movie. That would be interesting. So it could be Gamora doesn't necessarily come back. So we don't see Gamora in Avengers Guardians of the Galaxy four. 3 could be about the rest of the Guardians trying to get Gamora out you, with Adam Warlock or maybe Adam Warlock has got the stone somehow and they're trying to get it back from him and finally, you know, because he becomes one of the Guardians, doesn't he? 
Uh, he doesn't become a guardian he becomes necessarily. Good, doesn't he, 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 he? He is good. Again, he becomes one of the Illuminati that helps protect the, the stones. Yeah. So uh, maybe he helps them to get Gamora out from the stone. That would be so interesting. It's an interesting. It was just an interesting bit there. So I thought, yeah. Well, no, it is because then if, if you do go the route of the time stone is what turns back time, brings everyone back that was called. Uh, up to the point of the snap. Now we have all of those heroes are now back. Maybe at the at the expense of again Captain America, Iron Man, probably not Thor, but Captain America, Iron Man. One of those will probably die to get that to happen. Uh, if if that does happen, then we still haven't gone back to resolve Gamora. But then Gamora gets resolved in Guardians Three. That that mm-hmm. would, that would make two very impressive storylines, and also leave us wondering: Well, oh, Gamora didn't come back; she's still dead. But then that's why we have Guardians Three to bring yeah. her back. I really like that theory. That's, a, yeah. that's actually a really solid theory. But that, that, that's me as far as just. Uh, Really kind of hashing out the, the the soul gem theory with Gamora, and then again looking at the possibility of how we could have these two two stories, uh, Avengers four and Guardians with Gamora not even coming back until Guardians could be a lot of fun. That, that, that's just kind of mm-hmm. that's, that's all I've got for my really excited geeking out this week. Um, so going back to Infinity Wars, my little bit of again making you smile. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. um, I do work at a school, and which will remain nameless, and I work with children of um. Under 10, let's put it like that. Okay. One of them came to me on Tuesday morning because Monday was a bank holiday. Very excited because he'd been and seen Infinity Wars. Brilliant. There we go. In 4DX. Ooh. Okay. And I said, I feel so sorry for you. And he's like, yeah, I was so sick. Really? So sick. And I'm like, I thought as much because he just like, he went from, I saw Infinity War. In 4DX. And I was like, oh, Face drops kid, and, in 4D. kid, kid. And I'm like, this is a kid that was super excited to see the movie. He went because obviously they all thought, oh, yeah, 4DX is sitting in those chairs and get rumbled about. And he was so sick. And apparently a lot of the theater goers were really nauseous from sitting here because it's so much action. Just constant. It's just Two and a half hours. Like, oh. And, of course, the poor kid was sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> How could you eat popcorn in one of those chairs? I oh, just yeah, don't yeah, get yeah. it. Where does the drink go? Like, the, yeah, is there a br- cup holder? Br- br- yeah, that probably. Make... <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, I just thought that would make you yeah. happy. After our would you rather question. I would not want A it. child saying, and this is a child that likes things like roller coasters. It made me sick. I was like, uh-huh. I, I, I shall tell. I shall tell. Don't we shall share of your plate. <laughs> That was just it. That's that's all I've got. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I can talk about. I mean, again, this this show, I didn't want to spend it all talking about Avengers again. I really wanted to focus on other things because the Destiny DLC it just dropped, and and we and didn't that, talk about Destiny. Did you know, we? we didn't at all. <laughs> uh, and and just just very quickly, it has been a lot of fun. I, I do like they have the, the new um protocol. The uh, what's the protocol called? Not expansion, escalation. escalation protocol. Thank you. Uh, which does have a very court of oryx, how uh, kind of the the prison of elders kind of feel, which is really neat. Some of the new exotics seem amazing. They, they've given some things that you can actually grind for, which is which is really what you want. There's there, for for there to be a reason for you to keep coming back and playing. I think um, so far. I mean, I've played a little of it. I haven't played through as much as you have. Um, I do. There are some things that I've really enjoyed. I like being able to find the little. Um, data cores yeah. that you have to shoot 
that's been fun for me because I'm I'm not much of a PvP player and everything else, but having things to hunt down, like the calcified fragments that used to be... Yeah, for the Touch um, of Malice quest in the, in the first one. And it was yeah. so much fun finding those. And these ones, again, and it, it's nice that they change colours depending if they're Void or Arc or, you know... Major um, elemental damage. Yeah, it was quite good fun for that. Now, I know for me as well, I don't mind the Vex. I can handle the Vex. I can handle the uh, Fallen. I can I can do the Cabal. My least favorite is the hive because I think they're abundantly creepy. But they're not like the flood and halo. Those things were super creepy. No, I I, I would equate them with the flood. Really? I mean, because okay. I don't like Alien, like the no, movie I, I Alien know. and Aliens, and they're very much that kind of thing, and I don't like that. I think it's just the thrall that really bother me. The knights and the acolytes and stuff don't bother me. The witches and stuff, the wizards, they don't bother me. It's just the thrall because they suddenly come running at you and they're kind of just like in your face. Yeah, and they're, like, they're like the, the fast moving zombies in World War Z. Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch World War Z. Or, or even, you know, Night of the Living Dead or the, the ones where the I don't mind the slow Shaun of the Dead zombies, but then you get the ones that run at you and that's where I get freaked out with zombies. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. So the problem is, is that for me, I'm now having to turn the volume down so I can't hear a darn thing and then having like the greatest showman soundtrack blaring in the background. So you can't so hear the thrall I can't chatter. hear the coming towards me because i just don't like it so for me that's put me off but i've got to say overall the change of the change of life quality 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 of life life changes changes i love being able to change my little emotes and everything else and kind of set what i want oh just the emote story oh that's so nice uh they increased the vault space capacity uh they've given the public events and the way they're doing those with that escalation protocol I really think that it, that is a good change, and you're right that having uh, those data cores to hunt down because that that is actually for exotics. There's exotic weapons and exotic sparrows. Well, I, I've never been a big fan of chasing the sparrows or the ghosts, no. but but the weapons uh, so far the the exotic changes have been really amazing. I've never been a hand cannon fan, but the sunshot now I've been using that a ton. Uh, just s- some really really powerful fun weapons. And I, I like leveling up. I like getting my light level up. I like getting my level up so that I can you know I can take on things easier. Um, and I have gone back to to Mars quite a few times, even though I have still gone and done my weeklies. Um, I went you know and play on Nessus and stuff. But I've got to say I have been. I've been enjoying the freshness of it again, and it's it's been more of a desirable thing to play because I've been kind of just like doing my dailies. I'm only doing it because I want to get my light level up before season three drops, and now I'm like I'm enjoying playing again. Even though, like I say, Hive is not my favorite; it's never been my favorite, but so far it's good. I think we need to wrap it up though because we are getting up on our hour. So I really wa- quickly, my last thing to go out: okay. um, MCM Comic Con. It's Comic Con time of the year. Yes, it is really good fun. MCM's coming up at the end of the month. That's falling on the uh, the 25th through the 27th of May. If you haven't got your tickets yet, the priority tickets are selling out for Saturday, especially because obviously it's the most popular day. They are selling out fast. We're up to 80%, and usually in this last few weeks, they completely sell out. If you get the general entry, you get in at 11. If you get the priority entry, obviously you get in at 9 o'clock. So if there are any special deals or anything else, you are going to miss out by getting the general entry ticket. So, and then you'll have to wait so much longer for autographs oh, because the autographs sell out. And, and they've just announced Anthony Daniels, who's C-3PO. He's going to be there. Rosie O'Dawson from like all of the Marvel TV shows yeah, on Netflix. She's in Daredevil and Punisher at the moment. and Iron Fist and Defenders. Um, she's going to be there. And actually her autograph's only 35 quid. I was shocked. Yeah, but she's not really 
really the, the, the main yeah, but draw. She's been in Men in Black too. I know, she's but been she's in still a lot of stuff. never been the main draw. No, but I was expecting her to be north of 40 okay. for that. But anyway, there's going to be lots of people there. We're going to be there. We're taking a load of our youth kids. We're excited to go. You know, Sean's going to go as Deadpool, and I'll be the trash panda. So if you see a panda and a Deadpool, we'll get around together. Am I going as Deadpool, or am I, am I going as Dr. Pool? No, you're going as Dr. Pool. Okay. But, and then, if you, if you see somebody walking around as the 10th Doctor with a Deadpool mask on, and... You'll know it's me. Me with my Battlestar Galactica stuff on with a panda mask, you... Actually, you know what? I might even go in my pajamas with the panda mask on. Dominic, you've given oh me gosh. an idea. That'd be super comfy. Yes. I don't think many people would get it. Not many. You might, no. Yeah, not many. No, maybe just go with the Battlestar Galactica. Anyway, so if you want to go, you know, we'll be walking around. If you see us, come and give us a hug. Give us a five five. You know, we give free hugs. We're happy to give free hugs. We are. Yeah, that's it for me. That's it. Well, again, from the Geek Underground then. It's goodbye and be unique from me. Be unique and from me uh, and the Geek Underground. Don't forget to be awesome. Love you guys. Thanks for joining us tonight on this episode number eight. Yeah. Hopefully you have seen Infinity Wars. And again, we'd love some comments on that. We'd love to know what you guys think of the movie. Mm-hmm. If you want to comment, uh, we will have links to all of our stories. Again, the Geek UG is our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter handle. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. So don't forget to be awesome, guys. Have a great night. Bye. The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.